What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast. On today's episode, we are talking about dealing with the insecurities of being a content creator and my thoughts on the archive button, pros and cons of it. When's it a good time to use? Are there any tactical applications for using the archive or the delete button on your posts? It's all going to tie together here. Uh, but the reason why I wanted to come out with this episode is personally, I kind of played with the archive button a lot recently. And you may have caught an episode of mine. I don't know which episode it is. I should have looked that up first. Or you could have caught it on my story where I was talking about how I archived like half of my posts. And I went over the reasonings why. And I still do see like why I see the pros and the cons to it. Ultimately, I did choose to just put everything back. And that's why I'm glad there's an archive button and not just a delete button because it's nice to be able to uh, be flexible with it. But I think uh, a lot of us go through uh, a lot of thoughts about our own content sometimes and are unsure how to deal with it, um, whether it be before you post it or it be after you post it. And maybe you don't at all. If you don't, then maybe this is not the episode for you. But I've talked to so many people over the years and something that's been very common, influencers, businesses, whether they be a personal brand or they are like a logo and they just kind of post their own stuff, everyone kind of has some kind of content that they uh, feel maybe a little insecure about posting and they have some kind of story in their mind of like a hater, like a very specific hater, all right? And they're like, I'm worried that someone will say this. And it's always like a very specific thing. And a lot of times I'll ask, has that ever happened? Or is that just something that has like lived in your head for a while? And usually, almost every time they say, that's just something that has lived in my head, (laughs) but it's like never actually happened. I would just be scared if it would. So I'm taking precautions to avoid it. And a lot of times um, from my point of view, there's not a lot of merit to it, but like from your point of view where it's like you have the emotional uh, tie to it of like, well, if someone said that to me, that would make me really insecure because it's usually based off of your insecurities, which you know about, right? So a lot of times we make up haters is more what I'm talking about. These types of insecurities as a content creator, you make up a hater that has never actually happened And it makes you design your content uh, to be preemptive uh, against like not sparking their comment. So that is not something that uh, is usually beneficial. The reason why I'm saying this is just know, uh, I know a lot of you don't talk to a lot of other entrepreneurs. Since I do, I just want to tell you this is a very common thing. And if there's any kind of story that you've been telling yourself that is holding you back from uh, posting content at a consistent level or, uh, you know, there's a lot of content that you've got held in your drafts that you're not sure if you should post it or not. Um, You definitely want to do your best to post content that is going to do well. But if you're a newer content creator, you do have to get experimental sometimes. And uh, for some of you, it's like reels that you're just like, I don't want to do it. All right. And that's honestly okay. If you really, really don't want to do it, you're just going to need to pursue other avenues, all right? Like if organic marketing is not working for you, like for regular posts and just doing stories, because obviously stories just go to your own following, so you can't really use that to grow your following. You can just kind of use it to sell to it. Um, But uh, like IGTV is not going to grow your following. 
paid ads would work, right? So, I mean, you just have to be flexible to do other things that you are willing to do that are working. And if nothing's working, then you need to change it up. But Reels is still a very, very viable organic marketing strategy, but a lot of people don't wanna play the Reels game. And in that case, maybe you say, how can I play the Reels game comfortably? Or you say, what other organic marketing strategies or messaging strategies or paid ad strategies could I do that I'm comfortable with that have a chance to work? The main point I'm really trying to make uh, on this topic is that if there's something that you're insecure about that has never actually happened before, I would tell you that if you can dismiss that insecurity until that person at least shows up, you're going to do a lot better because I think everyone is insecure about something. Maybe it's their voice or their delivery, something about their content that no one has ever criticized them for besides themselves. And it's really hindering you as um, a content creator. And even if you are posting regardless, it's making it a more nerve wracking uh, process for you because you're posting like in fear, right? So uh, this is something that, you know, is still uh, affects me as well. And I think I do a good job at really uh, trying to lead by example for you guys and not ever showing that I'm scared to post content and just like being ambitious with it. And I post weird reels uh, from time to time for sure. Uh, or, you know, not not weird, I guess, but just extra reels from time to time. And I plan on keeping it up. But I'd be lying to you if like there wasn't always like a time where I might do something on reels and I'm like, eh, I kind of want to like archive this. I don't know about this. And a lot of times it doesn't even have to do with like me not getting a lot of likes. Sometimes it does. Um, and I think that's a really common thing out there is a lot of you might be like, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of likes on something. So you really want to either like hide the like count or delete it or archive it. And ultimately, um, you know, I'll talk about that in a second. But one other thing I want to say is I didn't really get negative comments on any of my content, like anywhere until last year. So last year I started a uh, crypto YouTube channel. Uh, mostly for fun, but I also turned it into an affiliate marketing channel. So this is something I'll talk about in the future, but just very briefly, it's essentially like a crypto channel where I'll do like how to buy tutorials that have some some affiliate marketing potential. And then I'll also do some uh, reviews of cryptocurrencies that I consider very overvalued. They'll be very popular coins. So there's like a lot of search traffic on them. And then they will, like, in my opinion, when I do a thorough analysis of their company, I never come out with negative reviews just to do it. Like, I really look into their website and I make sure I can defend myself on, like, every position first. And then after that point, then I come out with a pretty negative review on the coin. And I'm, like, the only video on YouTube that is, like, why I sold this coin. Because every other video is, like, this coin's going to 500x in the next three months. And they're all just, like... Uh, promising major gains because they're all trying to like, you know, do affiliate marketing and stuff and really encourage them to buy a ton. But um, I'm just like the only one, like, I don't like this project. And like, here's every reason why I think it's doomed to fail. Ultimately, why I'm telling you this though, is I usually get like over 70% dislikes compared to likes because I am coming out with content uh, against uh, you know, a, a project that these people have a lot of money backed into. And like I said, I'm only doing this when I'm very sure about it. So I never really feel bad. And that's the thing. I'd get a lot of negative comments. And I got a negative comment the other day that was like six sentences of just insults, like only insults. He wasn't com uh, saying anything about 
like my points in the video of why they were illegitimate. He was just insulting me and it did not affect me at all. In fact, it was like, I don't know, it made my day. Like it was the weirdest thing because like I'll hear from like podcast listeners every once in a while that they'll like throw me a a compliment uh, about the show and that's definitely great. But something about this, yeah, still do that. But something about this, uh, I was like, this is just so hilarious to me because if you're posting content that you're really secure about that, like if it's educational content, but you're really okay just taking a stand on it because you're like positive about your points, just know that any negative comment that you would get will not affect you. And it's something that you kind of have to see for yourself. But Negative comments are almost always riddled with typos, for one. They're almost always hiding behind no profile picture or, uh, you know, a username that is just like user12345. They are usually between the ages of 12 and 19. And hence, the only, like, they only do insults. But that's why, like, anyone who's like a true online hater, quote unquote, will not bug you because they will almost always be those things. If you ever are willing to take a stand on something that you've like thoroughly researched or feel very confident about, um, I can really tell you that those negative comments will actually really help you out as a content creator because you'll realize how little they affect you. So if there's something that I really took from 2021 in that stance is, you know, coming out that channel literally, I probably have like well over a hundred comments that are just pure insults against me. And they just make me laugh so much. So if you want to see that, you can like DM me on social bamboo and I'll like send you some examples. But um, they're really like quite funny at this point. And um, yeah, most of them don't really have good points. So they don't really bug me. And uh, I was much more scared of negative comments before I got them than after I got them. So I really want to stress that point. They're kind of like the the scary monster in a movie. Like they're scarier before you've seen them and then they're like less scary after you've seen them, right? Because then you can be like, oh, well, that's obviously fake or, you know, these people don't really have a good point. (laughs) But obviously in your head, you were making up some really good counterpoints for them because it was based on your insecurities about your own arguments and they didn't uh, make those same points. So that's why the critics that you'll have in your head are always going to be a lot harsher than the ones that you'll get in reality because the critics in your head actually know how to get to you. (laughs) So hopefully that just logically brings up some reasoning why you shouldn't be as insecure to post content as as you may be. Last point that I want to bring up though is the archive button. So recently I decided, like I was kind of looking at my content and I was like, I do not like this. I want to like do a remodel And I've done this twice in my career now. One of the times was when I got my account banned around episode 100, I believe. It's been a long time ago now. Um, It was about, you know, a year and a half ago. And I was switching from Instagram marketing secrets to social bamboo. And I decided I'm going to archive everything that has Instagram marketing secrets logo on it because that's what I had a problem with Instagram with. And that was like a really good reason, right? And the other reason is because after I had my account banned for like a month and then I finally got it back, I came back and I did not like the look of it at all. Like I had a fresh perspective of it and I just was like, 
Like I've never been one to be a good graphic designer. And I do feel like uh, a lot of my old content, I still really see some merit uh, in, in what I'm trying to say. And like most of it, I see like, you know, really great merit. Uh, and what I'm trying to say, I just didn't present it well. And like my graphic design is all messed up or I'm on camera and uh, the lighting is horrible and my pacing's weird and my deliveries, you know, my energy's all over the place and my hair's messed up. And it's like, why did you even turn on your camera, dude? Like, what are you doing? And like, that's what a lot of my old content is like. And whenever I would come to these phases of like, you know what, time to level up, it was really nice for me to be like, you know what, I'm gonna like archive everything recent that I see as like cringe right now. And I think for that reason, like it's also helped me just like, I don't want to look at it right now, because like, I'm in a phase of like trying to really grow and like shed out of my previous self. And this is just the way I see it. So if you relate to me, great. Otherwise, hey, that's honestly, probably great if you don't. Um, But I would just like to be uh, very clear with you about this. Um, So yeah, I just like didn't want to look at it anymore, right? So I was like, I'm going to archive all of this and then get like a fresh clean slate so that the top of my feed could look good. And this is where I would say that the archive button is okay to use. Your top nine to 21 posts should look good, all right? Mostly nine, but a little bit beyond that is still, uh, you know, important to make sure it looks good because that is largely what people are making the decision to follow you based off of. So if recently you really don't like how your feed looks is more when I'd say like you can archive some posts to make it, you know, look like a certain way um, on your feed. So I thought for me as a content creator who is trying to inspire you guys to be ambitious and post content, there was part of me that like after I got some clarity on like it had been a while since I had hit the archive button because I did it again recently, right? Like I have like 280 posts and like literally like two months ago, I archived down to 99 posts just to see what it would look like. And uh, I'm just like, what if I just started from like my most recent branding change? I just wanted to see like if I archive down to my most recent branding change, what does that look like? And would it help anything? And the answer is no, it like doesn't help anything because no one scrolls down like 50 posts uh, to make a decision on whether to follow you. Because even if they do scroll down that far, they can see your evolution at that point and they know that they should just expect to see content that is like the top of the feed. So only if it's at the top of the feed and you're like, I really don't want this to be like a first impression of my account, would you archive it? Um, the other thing that I do with reels sometimes is if there's like a reel that I'm like, this is not the first impression I would want to make of someone to like, if they're analyzing whether they'd want to follow my account or not, maybe it's uh, kind of off brand, like, like I've got like a few hiking reels or whatever, like I'm not going to have those display on my feed, right? So I'm really just making all these decisions from a ta- tactical standpoint around do my top like nine to 21 posts um, represent uh, what, how I'd want to represent myself to someone who is brand new to my account, um, so that I can encourage them as a follow. And past that, um, I think, especially like in my position, sorry, I didn't uh, complete my point earlier. Uh, in my position, I would like to at least be able to show you that, look, I came from being a, a really crappy on video, really crappy graphic designer, and have just stuck with it. All right. Just like the podcast. 
I just get started and I just stick with it. And if you see me as doing anything else than that, then I would just like to clarify that that's all I'm doing. <laughs> and um, I do two things. I, I start, I never stop. Well, I guess three things. And I go very fast, all right? I work very hard and I run very fast. And that's why I pretty much always have content to deliver and I can eventually get uh, good at these things because I'm just working very hard. Um, but if I've given you the impression that I have no fucks at all about anything I post, then that is definitely not true. Uh, I definitely criticize my own work all the time. And uh, something I'd say is just, if you are in a position where you are criticizing yourself and posting anyways, that's fucking awesome. So uh, congrats to you for just like still putting yourself out there despite fear being right in front of you and still taking action on it. But uh, I would hope that hearing just from some someone else uh, as myself in the position I'm in, especially as like a content creator and a teacher of content creators who still might have some insecurities, but I've largely ditched. I will say that I've largely ditched um, because there's something about once your business starts making money, then you stop really caring how many likes you get. All right. Okay. So like if you're a new business and you're like worried about how many likes you're going to, you're getting and you're not getting sales, that's probably why you're stressing so much about like the likes because you're like, well, I need this number to work first. But when you're getting sales and you've got uh, cash coming into your business later, this will largely dismiss a lot of the fears that you'll have about creating content too. And that's why it's also important to, to keep like a little bit of a savings account at all times so that you never feel like you're totally broke um, because it will affect your confidence. It'll make you like look into your situations of like, my content's not performing. Oh, and I'm broke. And then it's like easier to kind of go down this uh, spiral of you thinking that you suck. All right. So you want to try to booby trap yourself for not getting into those mindsets for whatever you can do for uh about it. So yeah, hopefully you got some value out of that guys. But uh, either way, if you need some uh, extra resources from me, check out socialbamboo.com. I am coming out with two episodes a week until further notice. So thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you soon.